What is going on everyone, my name is The Midnight Kid and welcome to the 12th episode in the Pez Universe podcast. Unfortunately, Wes has actually gone to get his nails done tonight, so he won't be joining me in the co-hosting seat. But I do have some very special guests joining me. First up is Chris Davies from Evil Web. He's one of the main guys involved at Evil Web. Evil Web is obviously one of the biggest Pez forums around. And then rejoining the podcast for the second time is Nem. Nem is one of the best kick creators in the community. He's part of the Pez Universe team, one of the main guys on the kick creating team so yeah we're going to join the conversation there was a couple of audio issues with the intro and with the towards the end of the podcast so apologies in advance for that um, but i've tried to splice it up as best that i possibly can hope you enjoy the podcast we're talking about all things pez 2020 um nem has obviously played the game at the windsor event so yeah i hope you enjoy it don't forget to like and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on itunes or on soundcloud we're going to join the conversation in mid flow and yeah that's pretty much it i'll talk to you in a bit but I'm going to start with you, Chris, because it is your first time on the podcast. Um, obviously, with Evil Wave, just to kind of, from a community standpoint, just to kind of put it out there first. Obviously, with Evil Wave, we, you know, everyone, everyone has different opinions in the Pez community or whatever. Um, would you say on the forum, which a lot of the guys on your forums are, are very opinionated, they're very kind of out there with, with, with what they say? Um, what would you think is the general consensus on what has been shown at E3 and what about the news that has come out about Pez 2020 so far? Well, I think that in terms of the community, um, uh, just an example that came up on Evo Web the other day, there are a lot of people saying we'd like to see more fouls um, offline. There's not enough fouls. You don't get to take free kicks because the AI doesn't touch you. Then you look at somewhere like uh, Reddit and you look at the uh, Wee Pez or WWE Pez uh, forum on there. And uh, where you have their latest topic, they're talking about things like... Um, uh, here's how to play on uh, PA2. It needs to be a little bit faster. We need a little bit more assistance to it so that the game is more fluid. And it just goes to show you how every community has its own kind of a viewpoint on things and how it can be completely different, even though we're both playing a football game. We both want it to play like and look like and act like football, and yet we're coming at it from two completely different angles with two completely different uh, you know sets of sets of needs um i think to say that we're opinionated is maybe a little strong but we're an older we're old school as i say i've been on the web now for 16 years um i mean you literally get less for murder and um some of the guys um i think we all as a rule we have this kind of old school uh, view of things where we've played the older games and we've enjoyed um, some elements of them uh, that, that just don't exist anymore. So, I mean, there's something to be said about how the game is so advanced now that when you're playing against the AI, which I think a lot of us do, I think if you had to uh, signpost Evo Web and ha- as uh, uh, how it played Pro Evo, I think it would mostly be offline Master League players who uh, play against the AI and want to kind of simulate the real world. And I think that in the with the older Pro Evo games, with everything being a little bit simpler, with there being less variables, it makes it easier to uh, take players and make them play like their real-life counterparts compared to everyone else because there's less variables, there's less things to um, program into it. You've got less um, attributes, you've got less of the player skills or or whatever they're called. And so the the difference between each player is actually larger because it's a smaller set of variables, if if that makes any sense. So we've seen that in the past and we've seen within the last 10 years, I think, a Master League where you can 
specify uh, how much money you want to put into your attacking coach and your defending coach mm-hmm. and things like this in the Master League. And we just kind of, we, we miss all, all that kind of stuff, I think, as a whole. We, we have this kind of, um, I think a lot of people think that we are uh, opinionated, as you say, and uh, elitist even. But I think it's just because we're coming from that kind of, um, back catalogue of games where certain things were more realistic and uh, uh, deeper even mm. um, and, and even more difficult to um, to get nice. into. Yes, yeah. exactly. That. And I think that's where we're coming from. And just to bring you in, Dernem, without kind of going too much into depth, yes, because obviously you have played it. Like, what are, what are, what are your, like, just raw thoughts, kind of like what Chris was saying there, in terms of like, there's there's everyone everyone has different opinions of the game. Everyone has different feelings on what they expect a Pez should be. Like, what are your actual thoughts on that? Um, as as you are right now, having played Pez twenty twenty and stuff. Like, do you think that do you think that some people are warranted to to want it their way, or do you think that because Pez has changed with the times, some would say, you know, football is a completely different sport, let alone a video game in the last 15 years with the money and, you know, different kind of social media aspects of it. Like, how do you actually feel about what each community wants? Like, would you, would you kind of agree that it's, it's good that we all want different things? Um, I'm going to agree on what Chris just said earlier about all the PES titles having great things and great features that we've seen to be removed mm-hmm. coming to the future of PES. Um, such as when you're speaking about the attacking coaches and defending coaches in Master League. Yeah. It was really immersive. And um, me personally, I find that removing these things was a, was a bit like shooting yourself in the foot for, for Konami. Um, and it'd be lovely to see these things be um, brought back into the game. Yeah. But on the second note, on the same breath, basically, I think, as you said, football has culturally changed. Mm. I've touched upon this in the last podcast, right to the end about the culture culture of football yeah. and uh, if Konami are able to grasp that and understand how it's changed revolutionized it's no longer 2006 where mm. they can create a PES 6 title and it just plays amazing outside the box um, football's changed culturally social media's take a big influence players have become brands um, the game itself has kind of changed with um, the on-pitch features how certain players perform the level of physicality has, has absolutely risen so when Football titles such as PES are trying to replicate the modern day game. They might stumble along a few hurdles and get things wrong. Mm. And I think sometimes people who want the ideal game for themselves, judging on what they've played in the past from a different era, from a different cultural point of view of football, it's not the same. And that's where they start to get a tad annoyed and start to become vocal about things. But just to wrap that up, I think everybody is entitled to the pin as to how they want football to be played, but mm. they need to also be. Some some way of understanding that it's no longer going to be replicated the way it was back in two thousand five or two thousand six, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, I think I think that's a good point because, as you said, like even with the social media aspect and like players or brands now and stuff, like football, like has changed so much that it's kind of like which which version of football are game developers meant to embrace? Like we saw. Mm-hmm. We we've seen we obviously all play different games. We all play different different titles apart from Pez. Um, 
some more more than others. Like I I play a lot of NBA 2K. I know you do as well, Nim. And That's right. they've like it 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 is a difficult one. I think for me because I have very 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 fond memories of like Pez four five and six. Like Pez five is my favorite ever Pez for a multitude of reasons. But if I was to go back and spend my time playing Pez five compared to Pez twenty twenty, I don't think I'd be able to do it. And that's not to say that the only reason that that is the only reason it's not because the only reason obviously because you've outdated graphics you've outdated game mechanics you've outdated dribbling and all that and this 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 year with PES 2020 it's obviously you know better than last year or whatever in terms of control and the look and the feel of the, the game and that but I do think that and I wasn't kind of I suppose I wasn't with you Chris I wasn't having a go in terms of saying that you were opinionated I was just more kind of saying that you do you do you go in and you analyze things um a lot because you are veterans of the series such as myself i am a veteran of the series like master league is my my main mode like that is my main thing that i have been very disappointed with in the last couple of years with konami that they have that they've just turned a, a blind eye to it um i think like analyzing things through the eyes of well, this wasn't like Pez, you know, classic Pez when Pez was dominating the charts, or this wasn't like, um, you know, when Pez was the best footy game around, undisputed. I think it's kind of hard to to know which direction to go in. Um, and I don't know, Chris, well, think- do you make up, like, do you actually think, do you think that that's something that your community, that you're part of at Evil Web? Without being too like, do you think that they find it they find it hard to to let go of the past, or you know, are they caught up on the like my club is shit and you know that the online aspect has ruined football games, or do you think that there is a fair balance there of you know like proper proper gameplay mechanics needed still in the game? I don't think that um, it's just oh well, my club is shit, so therefore we hate the game. Yeah. I think you've just said then that. You, if you went back and played PES 5 now that you couldn't um, enjoy it having played uh, PES 2019 and obviously PES 2020 because it's just so different. It is of a different era. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of our guys who are doing exactly that and they're coming back and feeding back that uh, in terms of how the AI plays, mm-hmm. the, there's more individuality in plays because, again, with there being so uh, few um, attributes, the differences between each player... Um, are more pronounced Mm -hmm. and you do find that players who uh, would not be capable of doing you know a a long accurate pass from you know a right back position you've got someone you know wing backs now are are fantastic when it comes to crossing Uh, if you you know Trent Alexander-Arnold or um, you know another Premier League top uh, you know wing back but there are also uh, left and right backs who can't do that Mm. and in those older games the attributes really stop them from being able to do that whereas now a lot of the the pass accuracy and the shot accuracy. For me, I did a, a review. Sorry, I'm all over the place here, but I did a review right. of uh, Pez 2018, uh, a video review, and uh, pointed out that when I edited Manchester City's players to all have the minimum attributes possible, which I think is 40, um, and then played them again on I think it was top player and superstar. So they were the the AI. I was I think Liverpool. 
they played with the same pass accuracy, the same possession, all the stats at the end of the game were exactly the same. And I wonder if individual uh, individuality now with the players comes from these player skills, mm. uh, you know, yeah, these tags. Skill cards, like, yeah. Um, yeah, exactly yeah. that. And I understand that in some instances that's appropriate, but there are some of them that are like, um, they're binary as well, they're on or off. So if someone has man marking as a player skill, then they're just fantastic at that. And if they don't have it, then they're not fantastic at it. And that's just not how real life works. You know, you have different levels of, of how good you are versus certain types of player. And mm. um, I think when you look back at those older games, yes, obviously it's much more restrictive because the the, the amount of variables, trying to move around the pitch, uh, you don't have the freedom that you've got now. I think uh, PES 5 is probably eight direction, I think. Yeah, it would have been, yeah. Um, but it's the fact that those kinds of restrictions on what you can do with certain players are there, whereas now it feels like every player is is very, very similar to, to each other. Um, when I talk about the passing, I think of um, a, a phrase that comes up on Evil Web quite often is um, laser-guided uh, mm. laser yeah, passing. Yeah, laser-guided, yeah. And that, to me, if you look at any of the passes from uh, PES 2019, uh, you have a look at the replays, I am my theory is that every pass is absolutely on target to the player that it's aimed at. Apart from when it goes out of play, every other pass is always 100% locked on to the player it's aimed at. The mm. only time that the pass fails is if a defender steps up to make an interception. Mm. So there's no bad contact on the ball, and that's why that when we were talking, um, when PES 2020 uh, was starting to be uh, talked about, um, as in the the new features were actually being announced by uh, Adam over at uh, E3, one of the things that excited me was that they were talking about um, ball contact being reworked and some of the um, the gifs that have come out of the the trailer that they've made where you've got uh, the kind of toe touches with the ball mm-hmm. to to cause the backspin and stuff that that's the kind of stuff that I think is really exciting to us it's that kind of more technical stuff where you can see a real difference in quality between players and that's what excites me about the new game. Mm. So just like what you were saying there, Chris, about the about the, like those things, like the ball physics and like that in the older games, everything felt less on rails and less laser guided, and it was because you know that was just the way that the game was built. Whereas now, like I do, kind of agree with you up until Pez, you know, taking Pez twenty nineteen and speaking about that and back throughout the series, there has been more of a there has been a slightly different step up in terms of you know pick up and play that's something that i've kind of spoken about a lot in videos um but just to kind of bring you in then because obviously you've played it the most recently um between me and you like just to kind of go kind of to kind of talk about what chris was saying there in terms of the laser guided passing and no balls are over hit or under hit or whatever like how would you how would you feel that that has like in relation to PES 2020, do you feel that that's been improved a lot or do you feel that it's still a little bit too assisted? Um, so just bear in mind that the build I played was the E3 build. So yeah. guys, this is literally what I played. So in a couple months time, if it is different, please do not try and crucify me. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so with the passing, I felt as though there was a lot more error to how you would pass the ball 
I'm not too sure if I was too stuck in my ways of PES 2019 and trying ridiculous three balls or laser guy the passes, as you would put it, to try and find my man. Mm. But this time, PES 2020, with the new features they've added with miss kicks, um, it makes you think a lot more contextually about how to position yourself and when to make the pass if you're if you're balanced or you're facing the right way, if you've got a player who is able to make a, a pass off balance, etc., etc. Um, so, yeah, it's been refined quite a lot from my experience. All the games I played, I found that I was misplacing placing passes. I even spoke to uh, um, Lazar the Greek, who was there as well, mm. and he was trying a few games on PA3, which is pretty much um, assisted passing. And he said that quite a few of his passes he made as well wasn't going straight to the player that he intended to pass to. Um, he even told me, I think, about out of 10 passes he did make, he was only able to string about six, mm. which is a big um, difference compared to Pez 19, yeah. what he's telling me. And he plays um, um, competitively, so he's always playing um, um, playing against someone all the AI. Yeah. So, um, having said that, I really enjoyed it, the idea that there was a lot of error. Yeah. Even though it was straight in that I wasn't able to keep possession very well and create good build-up play, it was somewhat refreshing to know that I've got to really think about my passes now and really be in the game. Um, yeah. As the day went on, the more games I played, I was able to obviously refine the way I thought about how to play passes, who can make that long pass, how to find space, etc. So I think Konami's done very well with this new feature with Miss Kicks. The same thing works for shooting as well. So if you're going to try volley on a, a ridiculous turn, that ball's going to go fly into the stands or go yeah. out for a goal. <laughs> so um, there was a few games where I think Lazar the Greek took a shot and it went out for a, th- <laughs> for a throw-in. So mm. you've got to be really mindful as to how you hit the ball in, in this game. Yeah. And that's obviously like, for you, Chris, in theory, that probably sounds music to your ears, that there is, you know, that there is kind of a... There is an area of error there now. That's like because I can, I, I again, I've played the same build as Nem at E three, and I kind of agree. It's as if you're speaking the same thing as as I've experienced, which is a positive because sometimes everyone experiences different things when they're playing. Um, but I would double down on that and say that like it feels, it feels hard to ex- it's hard to explain the like it's hard to explain when the passing doesn't come off you like it kind of feels like your fault rather than it being oh that's just literally just you know put in there just to kind of look like it's look like it's kind of part of the gameplay but like when you're spraying a ball to Busquets uh you know from Messi like it's just literally instant control kind of you know especially if you press the first touch controls now um but if you're spraying that same ball to Pique, and he's been chased down by Aubameyang or Mbappe, there's a different level of kind of shit. Like, I actually need to control this here because I'm in trouble. And it makes you kind of think. And it happens in... Uh, it happens split seconds. Like, there's, I'm not saying that you have, like, five seconds for the ball to travel to you. Um, but is that kind of something, Chris, that excites you that there is this kind of... There is this element where they're focusing on mistakes happening and unforced errors and things just happening because you're not set up positionally or you're not set up with the right player over the ball. That's exactly that's exactly it. And of all the things to come out of the uh, E3 uh, presentation, that's the big one for me. Is mm. that so? The initial video 
um, when Adam um, was uh, broadcasting the the initial trailer. Um, for me, there was a lot of chatter at the time on Evo Web, and um, we do have this uh, reputation of being um, oh, maybe overly critical. I think would would po- possibly be a fair description. And as we were seeing uh, the video of them playing the game for the first time, there was a lot of. And I yeah, I will hold my hand up here. I was one of those guys saying, "Do you know what?" This looks very, very, very similar to me in this initial video to um, to what you would see now in PES 2019. But actually, when you start seeing the uh, the videos that come out over the next few days, where people are concentrating on certain elements and cutting out, you know, 15 second clips to show, well, actually, uh, here's the ball spin in uh, this specific context, and here's. Um, yeah, uh, the passing uh, from a, a poorer player. One of the things that really stood out to me was there was a video uh, that featured Palmeiras, I think, mm-hmm. um, against another a similarly matched team. When it's, uh, again, going back to Evo Web and how we react to things, there are a lot of videos of the legends versus the legends. Mm. And we're all sitting there going, well, this is, we want to see what it's like when you have a player who's not as good as those guys and what the difference is now. Because previously, we didn't feel like, in terms of ball contact especially, you could hit the exact same shot with the worst defender from a championship uh, club to, you know, comparing it to, um, you know, classic Alan Shearer or whoever it might be. <laughs> um, that kind of technique is exactly the same. And then seeing the videos of uh, Palmeiras against, I forget the team, it, uh, who it was that they were playing against in this um, video. Yes, that's exactly who it was. Yeah. Yes. Um, and you could see that there are a few miscontrols from the players as mm. well as a few passes that weren't quite uh, on target. And I don't, from my point of view, I still don't know if it's a particularly a high enough percentage, but I think the argument that, that people say at this point is they're professional footballers. They train every day to mm. do this and they're playing at, you know, the top level. If they're a team in Pro Evo, they're usually a top level team. Yeah. So how often in reality are they going to actually misplace the pass? And I would say that it's a still a a higher level than you see in PES at the minute, or rather, more to the point, you don't see that laser kind of accuracy that you see in PES 2019 um, from a team like um, Fulham. So whenever I I talk on uh, EvoWeb about my Master League saves that I've got going at the minute, I bring up Fulham over and over again, and there's a reason, because if I I play as as Newcastle, um, not because I'm a Newcastle fan, I'm a Newcastle sympathiser because of what's going on up there at the minute. Mm. I mean, God, God help those guys the, the most dedicated fans in the country arguably and they you know they've got to put up with the, the ownership that they've got up there um but i, I always start as newcastle and when i play against someone like um manchester united they will attack enough uh, that they leave these open spaces for me to counter-attack in mm. and it finishes a fairly even game and this is on the hardest setting this is on uh, well not the not the um, i'm talking about superstar yeah, not the unlockable not the difficulty it's, yeah I- exactly which is just for masochists nothing else. <laughs> um, i've always i've always wanted there to be a difficulty that is just realism mode as opposed to you know forcing teams to play better than Certainly, they are just yeah. to match the difficulty but yeah. um anyway my point is playing manchester united um or at least Manchester United when they were good, not the Manchester United that they are now. They would be careful, attacking careful. so much and so and so well, yeah, <laughs> that they'd leave these spaces and it would be an even game. And then every time I play Fulham, it's impossible because they are playing this tiki taka first touch, no look, perfect laser accuracy kind of passing. <laughs> yeah, and it's 
just it looks ridiculous never mind feels ridiculous it just looks like it's football from another planet it's stuff that man city do yeah um and it's that's where my kind of frustration's been so to see that video of um palmeiras against flamingo and hello as much as i'd like to see uh, sorry i lost you there for a sec oh, oh sorry um oh, yeah it's, it's that those kinds of Mispasses and uh, miscontrols. Then there may not be spades of them, but there is enough of a, a an increase in those that makes me feel like yeah, there's there's potential for this to be uh, a really good pez. Mm. Yeah, because it is it is it's definitely it's hard for somebody in your position that hasn't played the game, obviously, because you know that's there's a lot. I think that there was a lot wrong with Pez 2019. Like I played. I played a hell of a lot of Pez 2019 co-op online, which is something not even worth discussing tonight, really, because we didn't play... Like, I played offline co-op and um, stuff like that, but with Pez 2020, but online, when you've got six players online running around a pitch, like, it's just... It's it's like Demolition Derby half the time, so it's hard to... You know, but I've played about a thousand games in that, but... The reason why is I did I did think that there was a lot of issues with the there was a lot of issues with Master League um, 2019 and in Pez 2019 in terms of the actual what you described there that teams would just suddenly you know be under pressure you're two nil up and then it would just be okay like they're literally passing they've had ninety percent pass completion in this half no matter what I do I can't close them down no matter what tactics I play. Um, but I do think, especially with the with the short time I played Pez twenty twenty, and then you can back me up on this. The AI seems to be more natural, like which has the knock on effect of the AI and the pace of the game is more natural and more realistic, which has the further added on effect throughout the whole the whole game, where it's like if you are playing against Mbappe from France, you have to you literally have to like watch him because he's going to just score in a flash. Whereas if you're playing against somebody like, you know, Giroud, or not Giroud, yeah, Giroud from France, or if you're playing against somebody like that, that's a little bit more methodical in his approach to scoring goals, rather than just being pure pace and finishing and power. It's it's a different, you do feel that difference, that it's like, okay, I'm only up against Giroud here. Not to discredit Giroud, he's a brilliant, he's a brilliant player and all that, but when you're playing against Mbappe, that fear is back and that's just my personal opinion of like what it was like when Henri was was lethal in uh, Pez four or five, or when you know Cristiano Ronaldo first burst onto the scene, um, and everyone started playing him as striker. Like there is that type of there is that type of difference in how the AI reacts now. Um, I don't know. Is that something that you'd agree with, Nem? Yeah, definitely. Um, that fear factor is somewhat back. Um, You've got to be really mindful with tactics when you play play against really star players like Mbappe. Um, I remember trying to shift my line up really high in a game against somebody when they were Arsenal, and a blink of an eye, a Bamian broke through, and it was impossible to catch him. Mm. So the same with um, Mbappe. I literally had to make sure I double teamed him or dropped my defensive line really deep mm. just so he wouldn't break that line. Mm. But yeah, touching on the point about. The, the CPU starting to play out their skins or get this extra momentum when you play them on Master League, which is something I spoke about in depth in the last podcast. Mm. It seems to, even though I've played only 
a minuscule of what are we playing PES 2020 in the next year, let's say. It's only minuscule from what I was able to experience, but teams seem to naturally gain momentum now. Yeah. Um, in one game, I was playing against Arsenal Superstar, against the CPU, and the first half, it seemed to... It seemed, it seemed as if Arsenal allowed me to attack, allowed mm-hmm. me to play the ball around, but they were still somewhat kept the defensive shape. Yeah. Um, it was nil-nil going to half time, and when the second half started, they started to grow in confidence. Then they start to attack me, and they start to come out of their shape. And um, it was very hard to obviously try and defend against them. And on the break, it was pretty, pretty hard for me to also try and attack them. Mm. And um, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty refreshing. I wasn't angry um, because PES 2019, I was always angry to see the likes of Fulham or, I don't know, uh, a Burnley start playing tic-a-tac football. And as you said, 90%, 90% pass completion, you can't get the ball off them. And they start scoring ridiculous goals, which mm. in all due respect to their players haven't got the technical ability to do. But this seemed as though it was relative to the players I was playing against and their abilities. If you... Give the if you give the ball to Urzel, he's going to find that pocket of space to make that killer pass. Mm. So you've got to be mindful of that. If you're gonna most probably dawdle on the ball from a defense point of view and give it away to I don't know some like Messi, he's going to bring a turn of pace and trickery and intricate footwork to try and get past your defense. So you've got to be very mindful of that. And um, their momentum it seems a lot more realistic relative to their abilities. So as I said, I'll just reiterate. This is just a minuscule. That's what I played. I only played a couple CPU games. Yeah. So I'm not sure what it's going to be like in the future come to release, if that's going to be the case. Maybe I missed something due to the lack of games I played against CPU. But what I've experienced so far, it seems though it's a lot more natural, a lot more refreshing, a lot more rewarding. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree with you. And even talking about it, Chris, like a lot of the stuff that, that you guys like are passionate about, and go into depth about and stuff like it is it is hitting it is hitting the, the problems on the head like of what has kind of is what Pez has struggled with since this new gen and in the last gen even on the PS3 because I think there was and we touched on this just in a couple of different podcasts or a couple of different episodes before I've kind of touched on it with Weza and I know you touched on it as well Nem. Um but like it is it is you are creating a game now where the AI is at such a high level, like for both offline and online, that it's very hard to it's very hard to know what direction to go in and like when you make one decision it can have massive ramifications for something else. So like I thought the pace of this version of the game that I played was like absolutely perfect. Um the passing and all that sort of stuff. But I could see how some people would think that if Messi's on the ball, you know, he should be more explosive like when he gets the ball and he decides to move left or move right. Um, and that's just kind of a design choice where it's like you have to pick your moments and do the dribbles right and do your first touch right and all that to set your set your body up rather than it just being kind of like, you know, like in the old Pez games, it would kind of be like turn and turn and obviously you had limited directions to run in, but it was like turn and kind of run and hold the sprint button it's like slightly different now um but i suppose with you chris is that something that like do you like kind of hearing that that there's different that, that the ai feels a little bit more 
or seems a little bit more, even though it's only a small window into the game so far. Do you like? Do you like that? That's kind of the way we've both felt about the game. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think I think our first kind of um, our concern, if you like, was that AI dribbling with Messi and Iniesta being much more realistic and much more personal to them doesn't mean that a great dribbler from you know uh, Man United or Aston Villa from you know, whoever it may be. Um, it won't be as well created, uh, recreated for those guys because the game relies so much on the, those player skills, mm. the, the skill cards, mm. as you say, that trying to recreate any other player, you know, you might have your licensed players recreated perfectly in terms of their play style if they're concentrated on as much as that. Mm. But then for your kind of generic players, it, it may not be there. But again, my concern with that was in terms of the the passing ability and the general kind of uh, ability of a team and seeing those uh, the Palmeiras videos where you see those kind of general mistakes coming in it, it does it does look um, to be improved um, but as you say without having played it and without having played it more importantly without having played it for a, a longer period of time to really get a kind of a feel of mm. whether this team does have a, a little bit of a, a different feel to it than the, the other another team and having to uh, find a different way to win with them, them even without having the time of the game to really experiment with all that stuff it's it's difficult to know I guess but it's certainly as you say it's 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 very promising to uh, to see that kind of stuff yeah um, just to go off on a, a tangent there you were talking about the um, the AI and how obviously you said if you make a change to the AI to kind of um, augment something or, or change something it has knock-on effects elsewhere mm-hmm. and uh, you might need to make the AI a little bit more difficult for the online side of things to uh, so if you're playing online as part of a, a co-op group then you want that AI to be uh, supporting you um, you don't want the AI to make some stupid mistake and then you lose the game because mm-hmm. the fact that the, the AI has done that yeah I think this is why it's very difficult to to please everyone at once you, because any change that you make to the AI is going to affect every mode and every type of player. Yeah. Um, if you make it, reminds me of uh, FIFA where uh, in FIFA you've got people saying, well, the defense uh, automatic, uh, they call it automated defending, I think, mm. where if you're pressing a secondary press for your uh, for another defender to come and help you, they're so powerful, they're, they're so good at their job that you don't actually have to do anything with your player. You don't have to uh, input your controls to get the ball off someone. You can just have the AI player do it for you Mm -hmm. by just holding secondary press. So then um, if EA came along and went, right, we'll nerf that completely. So that button is essentially useless. Now you can use them to, you can use that button to position them a little bit differently, but it won't make them um, tackle for the ball. It won't make them, um, play as well as they play in, in real life then suddenly for the guys who play offline then it's like okay well I'm playing you know the equivalent of Master League and I've just bought a player for the you know I've bought Van Dyke for 150 million or whatever it would cost to you know get him away from Liverpool mm. um, and now he can't defend unless I'm babysitting essentially unless I select this guy and I think that's the, for me, when, if you're talking about the future of the game, that's a really kind of difficult prospect because you cannot uh, please everybody at once. You, the esports guys need a game that is completely kind of level with no uh, psychology coming into it. So if your striker misses an open goal, 
you might put in the game if you were going for a, a realistic approach. Okay, that's in his head now, and he might not be as sharp on the ball mm. anymore. But if you're an esports guy, then you're going to go, well, "Hang on a minute, that's not my fault. Yeah. That's just that's in the that's completely ruins this kind of level playing field experience." Mm. Whereas if you're an offline gamer, you're going to go, "That's exactly the kind of thing that oh, I want to see in the game." Yeah. And it would be something that I think Eva Web would be um, talking about. So when you're talking about those kind of changes to AI, I think that there's. Um, two camps uh, to this and I think you've got a camp that want a great PEZ, you've got uh, and a camp that want realism and mm. sometimes I think some of the things that we want are somewhere in between yeah. and it's very very difficult to make one game that can satisfy you know these guys and in fact you've even got, you've got three camps because you've got the esports guys as well who mm. want that level playing field so it's very difficult to you know with one game please all these guys uh, at once yeah it is it is hard like and that's a brilliant point that you've touched on because it's it's something again that i i agree with pretty much everything that you're saying there the the biggest problem i think is and i've seen this firsthand at at plenty of play tests before where it's like some people genuinely do want to get the ball and pass it to pass it to messi or pass it to mbappe and score every time they get on the ball with him. Like, and that's not something for me or us to scoff at or us to say, oh, well, that's not football or it's not whatever. Um, I mean, I suppose it's 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 comparable to somebody getting Grand Theft Auto, never doing the story, and just pretty much going around killing random pedestrians. Like, we're not, you know, who am I to judge what people get enjoyment out of or just buying cars or crashing cars? Like, it's it's very hard to create a football game that scratches the itch of every different type of like footballer. Um, because I was even over in E3 and there was a couple of casual guys that had come in the third day and they were pretty much just like, they were pretty much just like kind of taking the piss, like almost with the, with the game. They were pretty much just letting each other score um, and giving each other penalties and stuff. And just like, Oh, how many goals can we score in a game? as if it was some sort of thing, you know, and I was kind of looking at him, I was like, okay. But it's like, that's what I do agree with what you're saying, is that there is there is a huge, there's a huge, like, gap between, you you don't want to have Pika in your squad and be playing a high-stakes game, um, either online or esports or whatever, and Pika to miscontrol a ball and you not even press the button and it's just built into the game that it's contextual that you pass the ball too fast to him or too much pace on it miscontrol the ball and you concede in the last second um there's people that would enjoy that realism and there's people that would actually never play the game again because the game screws them out of out of a, out of a victory or a, a whatever um but just kind of moving off that but keeping it to a similar point and i can probably get you to come back in with this as well then the the way i describe the ai now chris right is Last year in PES 2019, and this is one of the biggest things I fed back, and it was one of the biggest things I fed back from the PES universe community as well as other guys that we were kind of getting feedback back off of, was like the AI and their reactions. Like the there was there wasn't really an emphasis on, okay, I'm on a I'm on a football pitch, and this round thing that's like going left and right and going up and down the pitch I actually need to pay attention to that I need to stop that from going into my goals there didn't seem to be much of a and I don't know would you agree with that but there didn't seem to be much of an emphasis on actually the ball it was more about the players kind of running around like headless chickens when they were defending or if you weren't defending them they'd stay in a basic shape like in PES 2020 what I've played so far 
the AI seems to it doesn't wait for somebody to do something so the goalkeepers don't wait on the line waiting for Messi to take a shot and then react to it they kind of like preemptively are okay Messi has the ball he's going to cut in on his left foot so I'm going to swivel over into position um, and that's kind of the most promising thing I saw that doesn't really come across in the live streams is that the AI seems to actually have an awareness of what's around them and what's going on around them more so than they did last year and more so than they have in a Pez game in a long, long time for me. Um, I don't know, is that something that you saw today, Nem, or yesterday, or is that something that you kind of picked up on? Yeah, um, 2019, I had a big gripe about defensive awareness and positioning. Mm -hmm. I felt as though I was fighting against a bull um, and trying to just always rein them back in position rather than play the game of football, which was really tiring and, uh, and just unrealistic for me. Yeah. But for PES 2020, I felt as though defensive shape and defensive AI had been improved mm. and that the defenders did keep, keep their shape if you, you wanted them to keep your shape, their shape. Yeah. Obviously, if you're going to be ridiculous and try and play a high line, mm. then you're going to find them scattered over the place sometimes and always chasing back. But if you want to keep your defensive shape pretty much uniform, then that is possible. Um, I felt as though defenders reacted a bit quicker to when they're actually having to engage in defensive uh, defensive duties. Mm. Um, and it just made it a lot more easier to... Well, not I wouldn't say easy to play because you still had to play yeah. a game of football, especially against AI or if I was playing 1v1. It just felt a lot more easy for me to focus on playing the football rather than just trying to drag my players back into position. Yeah. Um, the same goes for the midfield. But one gripe I did have with PES 2020 is that there still seems to be no emphasis on um, attacking AI through the middle. Mm. Yes, um, the wing play, you get players making good movement or intelligent runs of, on the wing, which we did see quite a lot in PES 2019 to the point the only way the AI could score was playing via the wing, crossing yeah, it in. Crossing low crossing. But there seems to be some sort of um, neglect to the channels in the middle like if you want Suarez or someone to make an attack and run through the middle, then they would most probably not try bend their run or they'll try and keep themselves on side, which is pretty frustrating when you mm. want to try and make that direct penetrating run. Um, so that seemed as though it was the only same thing from PES 2019, which I hope they would have um, improved on, but yeah. hadn't improved on. Um, at the end of the day, obviously you're not going to want your players to run offside, but from an attacker's point of view, if you are going to make that run and drag the defence through a channel into an offside position, mm. at the end of the day, you're just basically making space for whether the ball carrier is or another attacking player. And that'll be a lot more refreshing because when your striker isn't making those penetrating, intelligent runs, it just basically limits your options of how to create play. And mm. then you're having to push out to the wings again because that seems to be the only area that Konami have worked on to try and create some sort of intelligent attacking AI and when you're always just pushing to the wings then it just becomes a bit mundane and stale especially if you're playing with a team where wing play is not really their style mm. so um, yeah just to cap off um, I think AI as a whole has improved and it basically makes it easier for you to obviously try and focus on playing the football rather than try to tug people back into position mm. but I would also have liked or if there is still a chance for Konami to try and work on attacking AI and give more options as to when you're trying to go for goal or create chances. Mm. Yeah, it is definitely. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. Like, I, 
I agree with you in a large part on the midfield battle that there's still like in the engine room of the midfield you don't see as much build-up as you do on the wings. And I think Pez, even mm-hmm. going back years and years and years, has always been kind of like a wing-play type of game. Um, and it is something that, like, if you do have good wingers in your team or you play wide and you play possession, I think you can actually be a very good Pez player. Um, but it is something mm-hmm. that, yeah, again, they do need to they do need to continue working on that and not neglect it to the point where, like I had a lot of matches where there was a lot of different build-up play from the AI, um, like especially when Giroud was playing instead of like Mbappe at France, like they did alter a little bit to play to his to his strengths. But again, it's mm-hmm. it's it's kind of predominantly wing play. If you're playing a four-three-three or four-five-one with wide wingers, you are going to try and get those balls, you know, in from a cross or in from a in for a header or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, just I suppose Chris bringing you back in there to with what you've seen in the live streams and what you've seen in any breakdown videos or what you've seen anywhere that has been released so far. What is your what is your one thing that you've been most impressed with, and what's one thing that you're still a little bit skeptical about, and that you hope they'll fix for launch? Um, we'll start with the we'll start with the bad, and then we'll go to the good. So, what's one thing? As of now, you still you don't think you've seen enough of, or you know that you that you have seen a lot of, and you still think it's not up to up to scratch that you'd like to see fixed for launch. I think that there's there's so much more that uh, that we could see. It's very difficult to. I, I wouldn't want to say this looks poor um, without having more of a, a view of it. I can say that you know there are certain things I've spotted. So for example, um, for me, input response time in in PES 2019 isn't great. Now mm. I am I'm all for realism, and if I press shoot and a guy's not in the right position to uh, wrap his foot around the ball immediately then obviously i want him to have to you know get his standing leg uh, on the on the floor get gravity in order to be able to then turn and hit the ball otherwise it would be you know ridiculous if um you're you know falling over but still manage to to kick a ball with the same accuracy and with mm. the same power that you would normally um but there are lots of instances in 2019 where i will be uh running towards the defense with a great opportunity to shoot there's a barrier um between me and the defense that uh, i can run into and hit the ball I press shoot. The guy doesn't just take one step or two steps. He will take three, four, five, mm. which gives a defender just enough time to, to nick in and go, right, I'm going to uh, get that ball. I'm going to deflect it away from the goal or uh, you know clear it or whatever it might be. And that's that's been a frustration of mine for a, a while with Pro Evo because it's, it's that feel of, oh, you're cheating me here. Mm. It's not about the... Uh, you can tie it to the animation system and say that this is an animation problem, but at the end of the day, it feels like I'm playing again as Newcastle. I've got a striker who's maybe not great. I'm up against a defence that should be dealing with this, so I'm just going to bend the rules just enough for the AI to get someone there and, mm. and clear the ball away. And in some videos of uh, 2020, um, in fact, I think it was when Adam was first playing the game, there are a few instances immediately where you can see the power bar comes up above a player's head, so you know, right, the input's been made by the player. Mm. And um, I specifically remember the first time he was around uh, the uh, byline, uh, going towards the goal not far from the corner flag, and he's pressed to cross the ball. And you can see that he's 
takes four or five steps before he manages to uh, kick this ball and in the end is just kicking it off a defender. So for me, that's the one thing where I'm, I'm really hopeful that, that there can be some kind of change. And again, this is a, a beater, essentially. Well, it's yeah. not even a beater at the minute, is it? It's early code. So. It's very early, yeah. Yeah, animation changes will you know, come along, and uh, they might change it for the better. They, they may not. You know, how many times in past years have you know guys like uh, B Man been out to to E three and gone, oh, this is slow, but it's brilliant. It's it's more realistic. It's great. And then when the game comes out at a beta stage, then he'll say, oh, this is so different to to what I played. So mm. it, it could Im- it could improve, and that that's why it's difficult to really say. Oh, I, I think this bit looks bad. I just think that there's evidence there that maybe that element of the, of the game is, is still there. Um, in terms of what I, I really enjoyed, I keep coming back to that. I'm, I'm like a dog with a bone. I keep coming back to that Palmeiras <laughs> video of, oh my God, not every player was hitting it with absolutely insane accuracy. There yeah. were a few miscontrols where the ball bobbles away. There was one where a, a low pass is played from the wing. The guy sticks his right foot out to try and just stop the ball, just a first touch, but the first touch is bad. It bobbles over his foot and away from him. And I'm sitting there drooling at that and going, that's exactly what I, I want to see more of. And that, that looked great. The other thing that looked great as well is that stadium camera. Yeah. That is, I mean, what it's a development. Nice, isn't it? it's, it's such a simple thing as well yeah. that, you know, if, you're a, if you've got a PC and you're part of the modding community, you could probably do something like that already. Mm. But for us, you know, guys on console, we, we can't have that. And I'm so used to playing with um, FIFA have a, a similar camera called a co-op camera. Yeah. And that's been in for, I think, five or six years, which was designed to just very, very slightly, I think it's five, five, ten percent zoom in as you're getting towards a goal and zoom out as you're coming away, but mm. always so far out that it is that kind of stadium view. And it just gives you a better idea of where everyone is in relation to you and if you like to play a, a tactical game then that's you know that's that's wonderful to see and just just for you Nim, i suppose before we ignore you all together uh what has been what has been your favorite thing uh or one or two favorite things and then one or two things that you you want to see worked on i know you've already touched them so i'm kind of pigeonholing you um but yeah i mean what are one or two things that you would like to see fixed and one or two things that you'd like to that you very much so liked in what you've played and seen? Uh, so I'm starting with the positives. Um, I'm going to talk about something we haven't actually touched on upon, um, the new That's finesse one. dribbling oh, yeah. system. Ooh, yeah. So the finesse dribbling system, what I really like about it is that when I first went to playtest it, it's the first thing I really wanted to try out. And when I first tried it out, I completely sucked at it. <laughs> so... <laughs> to find something that I've got to relearn. Like it's been years since I played a football game and had to find a new learning curve for something is mm. absolutely amazing. This is something I want to learn and master. So hopefully it is as brutal and hard as I, I found it to be yesterday when the full game releases. So it gives me that time to actually learn it and be satisfied in my progression. So finesse dribbling is amazing, especially when you use it with the right players. Mm. Um, the likes of um, Messi or Iniesta for the Pez Legends, when you're in those tight situations, with a flick of the stick um, in the right direction or just thinking the context as to where the ball is, where I want to turn, where the defender is approaching from, if you use that sort of mindset, they could do some amazing things with the ball and try and open up new positions and new areas in the pitch. So it's going to be something that I'm going to really enjoy. And when I do get good at it, I really want to start taking it online. So... 
that's one thing I'm really happy about. Another thing that really surprised me, and I've got to say, is um, the highlight of my day yesterday, the physicality. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, I'm not going to say it in a negative way, there's a lot more weight to the game. Yeah. And I'm not going to say it's sluggish, but weight seems, a, seems to be very realistic. Um, when you are going shoulder to shoulder with defenders or other players, you feel it and you feel as though you need to keep control of this ball and you start to make decisions regarding that. Um, if you go up against that, I don't know, let's say a Patrick Vieira in the midfield with a player who has less physicality, you're going to get knocked off the ball. And when you do get the ball back, you know you need to avoid Vieira again because he's so physical and tough that there's no way you're going to bustle past him. Whereas on the flip side, players that have low centre of gravity like Messi, we've seen for years Messi just ride challenges and hustle and bustle his way through the fences to find his way into the box to mm. slow it past keeper. That felt absolutely mint like yesterday when um, you pick the ball up with Messi and you go on a marauding run and you go shoulder to shoulder defender and you zip past and he's trying to bring you down but you're low centre of gravity and you're your acceleration, your pace gets away from him mm. and then you have to focus on taking a shot, then it feels so rewarding, it feels so realistic and that was one of the main things that I really liked about yesterday, the yeah. physicality. Um, I remember Chris talking about earlier on the um, idea of response and I found that there were moments in time where the response in PES 2020 yesterday felt as though there was a little bit delay Yeah, but most of that delay came from the whole weight aspects. Mm. In PES mm. 2020 now, you've got to be really mindful of your body position and your weight. And there's a new feature in the game which is about mis-kicking the ball, mm-hmm. mis-kicks. Yep. So if you don't really take notice or pay attention to when you're receiving the ball, how you're receiving the ball, are you balanced or are you ready to control it? Is it controlled, etc.? then you are going to find that it's going to take a little bit longer mm. for either the player to put himself in a position where he can cross it, shoot it, pass it, or you're going to find that it's going to be rushed and the outcome's not going to be ideal. There's going to be shots flying to the stands, to the corner flag, etc. So, um, yeah, I'm not going to say that that's the sole reason for delay. I did feel a little bit delay in some situations yesterday, mm-hmm. especially with the dribbling. Um, when you do chain and load the commands together, it seems that the AI is overloaded and um, your player just completely stops yeah. in certain aspects. Um, not saying that to scare anybody who's listening, that was very rare because I love to abuse tricks. So um, that was very rarely happening and I did feed that back as to um, there needs to be some sort of way for the computer to understand my chain of commands and keep up with the reading of it. Yeah. So that doesn't really happen. But yeah, just touch back on the response that quite a lot of the time yesterday it was down to me not being very mindful of how my body was positioned yeah. or the timing of my kicking etc um, another point I want to talk about um, yeah this is the biggest point of all Ronaldinho <laughs> <laughs> he's absolute joy to play with yeah he's um, unreal isn't he yeah his rating is not very high I'm not, not going to say um, that's going to be the final rating we don't know but it is supposed to be his Four, nearly forty-year-old version yeah, his of current himself. Version so, of him, yeah. Like Beckham yeah, last year, pretty much. Exactly. So he's not going to be rapid, etc. But who knows? Later on in the year, mm. we may get a younger version coming Brilliant out version. in my club. But with his player ID, it is absolutely amazing. Um, me personally, the era I grew up in, uh, um, was the era of R9s than 
etc. But mm. I really gravitated to Ronaldinho because as I start to really grasp football in the, the, the late years of my childhood and my teenage years, mm. that's when Ronaldinho was at his peak. Yeah. And um, I know me, myself, and um, a lot of my mates and people my age group really try to replicate how he played football like Ronaldinho. Mm. And it's just so surreal but amazing at the same time to finally have a football game where you can literally do everything Ronaldinho historically did. Um, I remember flicking the ball up with R3 yesterday with Ronaldinho and he started juggling on his chest. Mm. And if you stand still, he'll control it, like just trap it on his chest. And I I literally paused paused the game and I just sat there. (laughs) I was like, I did see it in the trailer, but when you actually do it, I was like, this is, (laughs) I literally didn't know what's going on. But having said that, it's not overpowered. Um, I only managed to pull it off once and, if you are surrounded by defenders, if you do try to fit the ball yeah, up, they're just going to try and take off you. you the so, yeah, it, is, it was a lovely touch to see such things like that. Rondina's player ID being down to the T. Mm. Um, now, on to the bad parts. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> cool. Um, so, yeah, I did touch upon the responsiveness, like the, my chain commands. So, uh, if I do string, string together a lot of commands or tricks because mm. I am preempting what is going to happen further along in the field when the defender's coming towards me, it will sometimes just kind of bug out and stall. Yeah. So I do hope they iron that out. And normally with video games and normally with PES, where we do play these beta or earlier versions, such as the demo, etc., there are small little response issues, which they do tend to normally try and iron out come release. So I have my fingers crossed that they do actually try and um, iron it out, smoothen it out for the... um for the really um full release because as I said dribbling with the finesse dribbling is absolutely class yeah, and if they can get the response down to T then everybody's going to really enjoy that mm. um my second gripe and I've always had this gripe with Pez um it's down to the the the, the trick system now with a trick system Pez 2020 they have given you the full control the R stick for finesse dribbling. Yeah. But for your more contextual skills such as your step overs or as they like to call it the scissor feint or your roulettes or different sort of step on skills, you've got now you, you now have to hold R2. Um me as a person who loves to do tricks and dribble with tricks in mm. PES twenty nineteen when I am about to approach a ball or running after loose ball with a defender on my back I always love to put in a, a command mm. of a trick so I can turn away from him very fast. Mm. This is pretty much impossible for you yesterday because the R2 button is not only now the new, the new skill modifier, but it is the button to slow down. So as soon as I think of a skill to try and bamboozle defender in which direction I'm going to when I'm running after a loose ball, mm. I have to slow down, which ultimately ultimately means that the defender is going to catch me and mm-hmm. obviously nick the ball off me. Yeah. So I'm not too sure if that is something that Konami can fix or that's just their way of saying that, hey, look, you're going to have to get used to using finesse dribble now to obviously get away from defenders, which is perfectly fine for me to learn how to use. But I still feel as though I don't want to have to slow down when I'm in the heat of a moment in the final third and I need to make a quick turn. Um, Moving on to that as well, I've always had a problem with the zest like of dribbling and mm. tricks. It seems it seems too slow. It seems um for me I love to use stepovers in the game. Mm. And we've seen Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo throughout the years 
bamboozle defenders with his step-overs, the speed of his step-overs to open that passing lane, all that shooting opportunity um, and cut in. And I love to try and replicate that with Ronaldo or players of his sort of ability mm. when it comes to step-overs and speed. And I feel as though when I am driving at the fence and I do start to input the step-over command, which is very... Just, I find it really unpractical the way they've actually mapped it onto the analog stick. Mm-hmm. As soon as you put that command in, the player completely slows down, gets a stiff back, and throws down the most slowest step overs ever, which is so unsatisfying. And you you barely open up any space for yourself. And for someone that loves to use step overs, it's been really hard for me to try and refrain from using them because mm-hmm. it's so ineffective. And um, I, I think what I'm gonna do is um, on Twitter at some point, I'm going to use PES 19 as an example, put side-by-side real footage of a playoff high-speed dribbling or Ronaldo of how devastating his step-overs can be to bamboozle defenders compared Mm. to what Konami have replicated in PES 2019. And I just want to see a a general consensus to see how people feel about that because I do know a lot of players don't use tricks at all. And mm. some people listen to the podcast right now might not have a clue I'm talking about because <laughs> it's not their style of play. Yeah. But um, for people that use tricks, I would like to see what they think about that when it comes to using tricks. Do you think it's replicated perfectly? Um, do you think the speed is done so it's not overpowered? So you, you're not just wrecking defenders left, right and centre? Yeah. Or do you feel the same way as me that there's not enough zest, there's zest, there's not enough satisfaction or emphasis to when you're pulling off these skills? Yeah. I, um, so it'd be great. I, I agree. I like personally I agree with you. I wish that there was a bit more explosion in the skills. But exactly, yeah. it's about kinda of having that it's about having Alex. hitting that sweet spot where it's like, okay, you're not gonna spam Ronaldo's crossover chop four or five times mm-hmm. in a possession and be able to pretty much be undefendable. And in yes. the in the long in the long run of things for for uh, if we had to have it two ways, if we had to choose two ways would I rather have like undefendable dribbling, but like have the, our undefendable skill moves and trick moves, and have it like absolutely perfect and look beautiful and stuff, um, or have it kind of clunky as it is at the moment and not 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 for it to be a factor of the game? Um, I'd probably choose the way we have it at the moment, but that's just because I would want to really see them like completely overwork or overhaul the trick system from within mm-hmm. Pez, um, animations yeah. new style um, I don't know if if skills is something that that you would be pulling out your out your drawer Chris um, but if that is absolutely something absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> Sunday League Sunday League style crunch, crunch and tackles simple passes like myself with Masterly that's what I'm all about name is name is the flashy one of Pez Universe here but um yeah, just to kind of just to kind of tie it off back and 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 put a put a bit of a, a finish to this because I could stay talking to you for the night because it's it's been a great chat. Um, just to kind of tie it back to you, Chris, first, and I'll I'll let you have the final say uh, because you are our our guest. And again, thanks for coming on. Um, what is like what 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 are you expecting to see in the future of Pez? Like, forget about Pez twenty twenty. What are you hoping to see in the future of Pez? Like, from you know two three years from now. Um, is it is it the direction that you wanted to go in? Is it is it an emphasis on AI? Is it an emphasis on Master League? Like what what is your one what is your one main wish that if you were in charge to make a decision, what is it that you would like to focus on? Oh man, I'm putting you on the thing. spot as I always like to do. 
Yeah, that's that really is. Um, we, before I say anything else, you just said thanks for coming on. I just want to thank you as well for being the voice of uh, Pro Evo fans while you were out there trying the game. And to you as well, Nim, for going down to Windsor, playing the game, for giving us your feedback and for you know listening to guys like me waving pitchforks and saying, why isn't this like this now? And then you be, you know, having you guys there to take our kind of uh, our questions and our feedback down and then give us the response that, that, that you're giving us is, is fantastic. So, you know, on behalf of the Pro Evo community, especially on behalf of Evo Web, you know, thank you for uh, for everything that you're doing. Thanks, um, man. Thanks. Appreciate in, in, it. It's, uh, yeah, we really appreciate every, everything that you're doing. And um, in terms of the future of, of Pro Evo, as I said, for me, there are three camps. You've got a camp that just want a great Pro Evo. You've got the camp that want the most realistic football game out there, which might not feel like Pro Evo when you've got the controller in your hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you've got the esports guys who want that kind of level playing field. Now, as I said, you cannot satisfy more than one of those camps with the same gameplay in yeah. your game. So for me, the way around that, uh, or one of the ways around that, um, if for one camp anyway, is sliders. Now, you look at uh, FIFA and the gameplay sliders and things that you've got there to really tailor a game to how you want. As you said, everyone has a different opinion of, of what they think the game should be. And I'm not just saying, you know, Evo Web, who love Master League and who love offline, want the game to play, you know, this way. And we all want the same. Actually, we don't. We all individually want something slightly different. Yeah. So to have that kind of modification element a- available. I mean, you've got guys who um, on the modding scene at the minute who are altering gameplay files on PC, mm. and everyone in the um, ed- editing is a big part of the Evo Web community. It's not something I've, I've done for a, for a little while, but everyone who goes into those kinds of gameplay mod threads comes out taking videos and screenshots and saying, guys, look at what you can do with this. Look at how you can make the AI restricted in terms of their ability so they're not just doing the the famous Fulham of pinging it around like Man mm. City. They're actually having to think about what they're doing because they can't just hit that perfect pass all the time. And it takes away some of the uh, the, the cheats, if, if you like, the kind yeah. of AI cheats, which I did notice Adam said um, in the uh, when he was giving that first presentation out there, and he did mention um, AI was a little bit cheaty in 2019, which mm. gives me hope that for 2020 there might be they might kind of take some of those um, restrictions away, if you like, things yeah. that you can't do because the AI has to override it. Um, so yeah. Sliders for me is one way to, to get around that. But I think beyond that, and maybe it's too far in the future that I'm talking, I think maybe the only way to, to satisfy each element is to maybe consider different, um, maybe even a modular game. So, you know, you get your uh, My Club for um, maybe £30. Career mode, if you want, you want Master League and everything else, is, is £30. Because then you're not going to get the microtransaction money out of me, a guy like me, or most of the people on EvoWeb for things like my club, because we're, ju- we're just not going to play it. So I understand that f- from a development point of view, from a cost point of view, you're not going to have that income from us to uh, make the game better. We're just going to buy the game, play Master League, and that's it. You're not going to get any further money out of us. Mm. So if you say give us £30 um, per year for this and £30 for the other modules if you want my club as well and you want something else. Mm. Even if it was a case of give us, oh, God, I don't know, uh, I'd, I'd pay, ten, do you know what, I would, I would probably pay eight, £10 a month 
um, for a year to be able to play a master league that's consistently updated and made more realistic and, and mm. really, you know, something where the gameplay is really worked on. Yeah. Uh, that's for me, a good point of, of, of making it more of a kind of like a, in akin to destiny or something like a, what's the word they have? It's like a new, it's a new type of game genre, isn't it? It's like, I can't it's think games of the name. Yeah. Games as a service. And that's exactly Pretty it. Pretty much think. like expansion packs. Yeah. Like that, exactly. that's actually that, that actually might get you back on to have a another discussion about that. But sorry, go on. I interrupted you there. Oh, I was just going to say, if um, in terms of mechanics, if I can take you back, I know this is about the future, but if I can take you back to the past for a minute, there's no there's no real mechanics in that are introduced in the new games that really make me go, wow, this finesse dribbling sounds like it could be really interesting, and mm. I'm, I'm really eager to try that. That is one thing that makes me think, huh, maybe that could be, you know, that's something that's new. Uh, Nim, you just said that it's, it's something new to learn, something new to, to get used to, and that's a, a new, a fresh feeling for us that we don't get very often with these yearly iterations. Um, you have some things that come along, like uh, FIFA introduced uh, timed finishing. Yeah. Now, everyone's got an opinion on that. I personally think it's adding complexity to find a skill gap for those esports kind of mm-hmm. guys that for someone like me, I just think that doesn't really mirror my experience playing football. Yes, I understand you want, you want to kick the ball at the exact right moment to get you know the most accuracy out of it, but to try and shoehorn it in to the uh, the gameplay in the way that they've done, I don't think it's a particularly... I, I just I, For me, I feel like that's the constant that, that every year i mean it, the title this year has changed it's not pez 2020 it's eFootball pez 2020 which says to me that's the kind they want to make out themselves to be the one true choice for uh, esports football which is you know fair enough that's if you're going to aim for something go for it but i have this you know fear and this is why eva web i think is looked at as elitist and looked at uh, coldly by by some quarters and, and fair enough because we feel like What's going to be left for us in in five years if everyone keeps going down this route of let's concentrate on esports, let's concentrate on online? We're going to be going back to games from ten years ago and going, oh, I wish this could just have, you know, the freedom of movement that you you guys have got now in you know for mm. PES twenty thirty or whatever it is. We want all your features, but we also want all our old features from thirty yeah. years ago of being to uh, you know control your club and everything else offline and um, that that's that's my fear but hopefully it's it's just you know a, a desperate football fans paranoia and not an actual kind of statement of fact well we're still I think the the one thing that we probably as I said we could probably we could talk for another two hours um, and not even scratch the surface on everything we could discuss tonight like I think the fact that they've they've pushed the release date back to September I think I think there's been a lot of positive stuff um, that they've done. It just remains to be seen, you know, come launch, we'll be able to revisit a lot of this. And, you know, me and you might have a conversation in, in, in uh, September and you're like, I actually can't believe they got the transfers, you know, so right. I can't believe they fixed them so well and how realistic they are. Um, you know, and it could be a different discussion that we have or something like that. So I think it's a good time to have chats about it and like have these podcasts where we can kind of get on and just pretty much spill our raw impressions and our raw thoughts in it because obviously the game isn't out yet and when the game comes out it's going to be that's going to be what launches so it's going to be a different discussion um but yeah i mean uh, i think i'm going to end it there lads because we could we could we could be speaking well into the 
the night. Um, I think we're going to end it there. Uh, I think we've got a fairly good discussion, unless anyone has anything else to add. Um, I can, I can, uh, I can let them finish off. But yeah, I mean, unless you want to, maybe we can we can revisit some of this stuff closer to the time of launch because I know we'll be getting some information quite soon. Um, by the time this podcast launches, we'll probably have a lot of a lot of new information. Um, I would say so. We could be in a different position where we are by the time this goes live compared to now. Yeah, I think we'll leave it there, lads. Um, thanks for coming on, and appreciate you making the time again, Chris. As well, thanks for the, thanks for coming on. And you know, as I said, it's it's kind of a, a sign of where I would like to see Pez go. It's that you know, me and you have had me and you have had discussions. We've had things where you know you've seen things differently to me. Me and you have had comments past each other, um, and I think the fact that me and you were able to come on a podcast and you know disagree and agree and have a discussion um and them the same as well where we're kind of we're we're all the three of us are like completely different people but we all want different things out of pez but we can still come on and have a discussion about it i think that's a positive for the for the pez community going forward um because i think some people can get bogged down sometimes in in kind of like what they're what they're arguing towards rather than who they're arguing with if that makes sense um so I do appreciate you coming on, Chris, and taking the time out on a Thursday night when it's about forty degrees. Um, and them, as ever, massively, massively, thank, massive thanks to you for coming on as well. I know you're probably tired from from playing the game and stuff and the traveling and that, but um, no problem yeah, at all. I appreciate it, lads, and uh, we're going to end it there. I'm going to let G say goodbye, and yeah, I've been Barry or the Midnight Kid, and we will catch you in the next part. Um, I've been joined by Chris from Evo Web and from Nem from Pez Universe. So, yeah, all right, lads, if you want to say good all luck right. there, and we will end it, and that's a wrap. Perfect. All right, guys. Um, thank you. Thank you for allowing me to come back on the podcast. Hope we have a few more in the future. But yeah. Brilliant one we had tonight. Thank you. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, great to speak to you. And again, thanks for everything that you've done for the community in terms of getting out there, trying the game, and uh, responding to everyone who's got uh, questions and gripes, like uh, people like myself. We all really appreciate it. And as you just said, our community should be you know, working together on stuff like this. And it's great to sit down and talk about what we like and don't like and what we agree on and what we don't agree on because it's only through conversation like this that uh, we get Pez to a better place, I think. And that's what we all want at the end of the day. Yeah, agreed, man. And just to, just to say as well, I'm sure you could be able to, to find Chris over at EvoWeb in the forums trawling around there. So um, if you want to strike up a couple of conversations with him, make sure and check them out. So... Yeah, alright lads, I will talk to you in a bit. See you next week. Hope you enjoyed to listen to this and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or whatever. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Peace. Cheers.